fans, welcome to the WrestleGeddon Podcast. I I don't know what to say. Like, it seems hell has frozen over with the amount of shit going on this week. Um, but if we're going to jump into it, we are your horsemen of the WrestleGeddon. I'm Chris the Heat Matthews. He's Garrett G. Money Mun, and he's a Tennessee Jesus Carl Crossland. Fellas, the hell is going on? Fucking the world's falling apart. <laughs> the world's falling apart. I'm just all snuggled up in my crocheted blanket. His meemaw made it for him. <laughs> no, it was my it was my friend. Uh Pew. Pew Pew. <laughs> he's uh he's French. <laughs> <laughs> uh what what kind of material was it made out of? It's made out of like uh what do you call it stuff? Uh, yarn. It's it's yeah. like crochet. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we've been uh, we've been uh we've been childhood friends, man. I was uh playing uh cowboys and Indians uh you know, one time when I was little some kids in the neighborhood and uh for some reason I was a dumbass, you know, and we was playing cowboys and Indians, but I was uh a uh stormtrooper. And I had like a laser, and I was like, pew, 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 pew. And he thought I was calling his name because he didn't speak English at the time. Uh, <laughs> and we've been uh, been friends ever since, man. Took me to his house. His mom made me some uh, uh, crepes. It was pretty good. <laughs> oh, awesome. Carl, you've had a lot of interesting life here. <laughs> Hey, drugs do that to you. <laughs> drugs. <laughs> drugs do that to you. Okay, it's a hell of a drug. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Carl, always with the random stuff. Speaking of random, random band entrance theme. Let's go. I'm gonna have myself. Well, who put this on? So random. For fuck's sake. Go first. Oh. <laughs> um, I can go first this week because I already got locked down. I was singing it last week, baby. Uh, this week we had Tiffany, which I was very shocked that especially Carl didn't know Tiffany. So that was um a, a shocker to me. Garrett, I wasn't too surprised about, but Carl was definitely. I knew, about. yeah, I, I knew some songs like once I heard them, I'm like, oh, okay, I know this, but like as far as like a fan or like I never owned the CD. <laughs> uh, Tiffany, really definitely a, a true, uh, true one-hit wonder of the '80s. Um, so with that being said, I'm going full Grado with this, like straight up, like Grado with like like a prayer. Like I'm doing Tiffany's. I think we're alone now because you know the crowd's gonna sing it. They're gonna clap. Mm-hmm. They're gonna get all up into it. It's got like a pretty solid beat. You can come out to the ring to and. Yeah, we can look at that crowd participation is definitely definitely one to go with. I can remix it with Goldberg's thing. <laughs> so what do you guys got? I'm going with the same uh kind of same premise, but I had to go with a song like I knew. Um I don't know if Garrett even knows this exists, but you, have you ever seen a cartoon of Jetsons? 
The Jetsons? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, well, right. She was um she was yeah. Jetson. Yep. They had a movie, and uh, I always thought I'd see you again. Uh, was a song of that big banger back in the day when I was like five, four, or something. <laughs> I gotta say, like, we had some pretty solid movies back then because they did yeah. not only they did the Jetsons movie, they had like the Jetsons meet the Flintstones, like all that other different kind of stuff, like all those Yogi Bear movies. Good times. The Jets hey, oh, where it was at. Uh, there's a big old picnic basket over there, Bubble. Yogi, the, the Rangers not the Rangers not gonna like that, Yogi. But uh, there's a big old picnic basket over there for me, uh, Bubble. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Garrett, what did you what did you find out about Tiffany? Uh, uh, a lot of her stuff starts off really slow. It's gonna be honest, but uh, it ended up not going with something that was on like the you know most played top five list of Spotify, and uh, ended up picking uh, "Drop That Bomb." I don't think I've heard that one. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> it's all right. You'll probably listen to it and get back with me next week. Like, Gary, that's the gayest song I've ever heard. I mean, like, in all honesty, um, Cameron Grimes, when he wrestled independently here in North Carolina, um, used to come out to Katy Perry's Alien. Love it. And he would literally, like, pose, like, in the ring. Like, he was doing, like, a freaking centerfold spread for Playgirl. <laughs> Dude, me and Chris picked love songs. Like, what are you talking about? Because I want the crowd to love me. <laughs> yeah, ready for uh, this week? Yeah, what uh, we got? Uh, I mean, next week? Next week, what we got? It, it, it's actually my favorite band. Leonard Skinner. It's, no, <laughs> no that's, that's one of them, but it's not them. Uh, <laughs> Give you a hint. What I guess you gotta give it to your mama. What I guess you gotta give it to your What I guess you gotta give it to your daughter. Do a little this and then you drink a little water. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, this is gonna be. This is gonna be a good one. It's gonna be tough. It's gonna be hard. It's gonna be a good one. Yeah. (laughs) Because there's so many like Chili Pepper songs that are amazing. That would make yeah. awesome entrance music. And I'm sure somebody used one somewhere. <laughs> For sure. But this, this is going to be a fun one. Ooh. Tough, but fun. I'm <laughs> oh, looking forward to that. That's going to be. I think I think it may have mine already. So. I think it may hey, have it. don't give it away now. I'm not going to give it away now. I'm going to keep it under the bridge. <laughs> Be so far. You'll be here. You'll be uh, like a tag team, but your partner never comes out. Sometimes I feel like I don't have a partner. Sometimes I feel like my only friend. 
Coming uh, down to the ring. <laughs> by itself. <laughs> <laughs> the one man band. <laughs> uh, my friends are on an aeroplane somewhere. <laughs> I didn't <into> Californication. <laughs> they can't they can't stop. <laughs> oh man, it's gonna be good. It's gonna be fun. All right, I think we don't need any discussion questions this week because we got enough to discuss in the news. So let's go ahead and jump in to the news. News this week. Oh my God. Like, what the hell is going on this week? Jesus. Um, let's start off with like the minor thing here. Uh, Marina Shafir and others kind of came out, um, against Thunder Rosa talking about her being, um, unprofessional and sandbagging, uh, mainly Marina Shafir talking about Rosa being Rosa sandbagging. Um, they have since, um, talked and, uh, Thunder Rosa posted some pictures of her and Shafir from, Backstage from Dynamite this past Wednesday, um, so it looks like they're they're cool with each other. Um, cleared cleared the air, water under the bridge, I guess. But yeah, this fine. isn't the this is not the first time that these claims have come out against Thunder Rosa. I was like, the last time it happened was Eva Lee. Um, Fucker. Yeah, I mean, I love Eva Lee is a fantastic talent, but. Like the issues yeah. between her and Thunder, the issues with her and Thunder Rosa were way before them working together in AEW. Yeah, but I mean, even still, these yeah, bras, she was just unprofessional. Happy, so. they should be happy that Thunder Rosa got in the ring with them. And that's yeah. probably one of the reasons why she was pissed is because she was in the ring with them. It's like yeah, more than likely, I would be, I'd be pissed too. Yeah. And that's the There's, thing, is like. Shafir, yeah, like Shafir, like there's a reason why she wasn't used on NXT after Baszler got called up to the main roster. I think Jessamine Duke was used more than Marina Shafir was, in all honesty. Mm-hmm. And as if I'm mistaken, isn't Shafir the one that mar- that's married to uh, Roddy? Yes. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure. So, I mean, that's, even that, it's like not saving her, (laughs) but yeah, I mean, for the people on Twitter, that's like Oliver Thunder Rosa calling her unprofessional and she should be fired and stripped of the title, this, that, and the other. It's like, pick your favorite wrestler, uh, Undertaker, for example. There's plenty of guys I tell you, especially like when they're new coming up or low card guys. The Undertaker called the match. You only get the offense that he allowed you to have. He wouldn't let Absolutely. you do any kind of fucking super movie wanted to do on him. Same thing, Austin, Stone Cold Steve Austin. After he had his neck injury, there's a lot of shit that he wouldn't let you do in the ring. If yeah. you try to do it, guess what he's going to do? Not work with you. And that's the thing, like the veteran calls the match. That, that's how it is. And in this case, Thunder Rosa is the veteran. She should have been the one calling the match, not Marina Shafir. 
But like my biggest thing too, like with AEW and Thunder Rosa, like they're not even utilizing Thunder Rosa like the way they should be. She's your fucking women's champion. And Jade Cargill, who has the secondary women's title, has more TV time than she does. And on top of that, as much as I love Mercedes Martinez, no shade to Mercedes Martinez, but she's defended that Ring of Honor Women's Championship more since she's won it than Thunder Rosa's defended the AEW Women's title. And it's not because Thunder Rosa doesn't want to. She's not Roman Reigns. Like, I'm not, I'm going to go wrestle. <laughs> Sold out stadium. No, she wants to wrestle, and she's been bitching about not having time airtime for. Yeah. I mean, she literally now. she comes out, does an interview, and then like disappears for like two weeks. I mean, it's not it's not fair to her. She should be your fucking face of the women's division. And on top of that, too, where the fuck is Hikaru Shida? Where's Shida been? It, I don't know. Maybe she's in Japan. I ah, she is. No, I'm just saying, like. Why hasn't she been on TV? Like, where's, like, what's going on with this shit? Like, why am I getting all of a sudden, like, God, I'm not saying anything bad against Athena. I love Athena. She just jumped into the company. Why is she getting a shot against Jade Cargill already? Same thing uh, when I, Soho jumped I, over. So Athena, Athena's a bigger. So definitely a bigger Athena, name, she, so. Yeah, she should be talent-wise. She's probably the second best woman's superstar they have right now. So absolutely, I have no problem with them pushing her. It's well, like I'm she just, should be- like I'm just saying in general, like the they're like skyrocketing these people like right up the ladder, which you know in some cases you need to do that. But where are like the ones that carried your company through like the whole pandemic? Like Washita, like why isn't she getting more? airtime same with thunder rosa like if it wasn't for thunder rosa Britt baker wouldn't be where she's at and yeah. y'all can you all can at me as much as you want for that because that is a hill i will die on like as far as in ring Britt baker is only as good as her opponent let um makes her look out to be oh so, yeah because she's been but, in the ring some shitty talent and the matches have been correct but to be fair, though, like AW didn't build Thunder Rosa, she kind of came in like established. Yeah, because yeah, she came in. She think about it, our first exposure to Thunder Rosa was through NWA. Like even then, like she was putting on phenomenal matches with like some of the talent there, like with Camille and like a couple other ones that were there. Um, then she starts getting all these bookings for other areas other companies and stuff she shows up on aew like gets a few matches on dark um you see her on dynamite and she's just rolling um actually i can't say my first exposure to her was nwa because i've actually seen her wrestle in ring of honor uh when she was partnered up with holodead um <coughs> so i've seen her a few times before that but but really like more exposure from definitely from nwa But with that, the whole thing with Shafir, like, there's a reason why you got let go from WWE. It had nothing to do with you. It had nothing for you to do. They obviously weren't going to run the four horsemen of and of uh, MMA versus the WWE four horsewomen. So there's no point in keeping her and Jessamyn Duke around any longer. 
and that and I don't think she really progressed anyway. No. <laughs> I think Britt so, Baker also said that Thunder Rosa was unprofessional too. So so I did my research. Yeah, I found Britt Baker. Did my research. Mm-hmm. And I actually looked up what the definition of sandbagging is. But I, I needed to know the professional term for it. Because sandbag can mean multiple things if you don't know. So, you know, I figure, you know, give you a little. Well, we all know what sandbagging right. means. Right here, I'm going to give you the definition where a wrestler being lifted intentionally shifts his weight to feel heavier, making the other wrestler appear weak or clumsy. That's what it says. So you know what that, when I read that, the first thing I thought about was, wow, if they had a performance center, maybe this would never happen. Yeah. That's they don't need a performance center. They don't need a performance center. It's the and same reason why. A lot of, I think that's what a lot of it is there. And I guarantee that's probably what it was, is they just haven't wrestled much. So they don't know how each other wrestled. So it looked that way. Yeah. Like, I agree with you 100%. Because you look at it this way. How many shows does AEW run a week? Two, right? Or, or not counting like dark and elevation because most of the talent doesn't even wrestle on that. Like well, your main... dark, dark, dark is filmed like before. Uh, uh, no, Impact it's um, before. it's no, it's um, done like through Universal Studios, so they complete they film that at completely different oh. times now. Oh my bad. A... I, I, I stopped watching it. But it used to be, I yeah. thought they, they filmed it before Dynamite. They, did. they actually they filmed it after Dynamite, but now they film Rampage after Dynamite. Oh, okay. So they moved um, Dark to Universal Studios. So Dark and Elevation are filmed out of Universal Studios. But they film those on, like, Saturdays. So, but even with those shows, like, AEW doesn't run house shows like WWE does. And you think about a WWE house show, what are you generally seeing? On the WWE house show. Like you're you're essentially seeing what you're what you're getting on TV or something that's gonna come up um later on on like SmackDown or Raw. Um case in point, the uh WrestleMania triple threat main event between <clears throat> uh Shawn Michaels, Chris Benoit, and Triple H, where Chris Benoit won the title. Was that WrestleMania twenty? Um, I think it was twenty. I think yeah, I think it was something like one of those. Yeah, because it was the same. It was the same night, the same mania that Eddie Guerrero won. Yeah. So yeah. the Raw house shows leading up to WrestleMania, the main events, in most like bigger, you know, bigger draw cities were Shawn Michaels, Triple H, and Chris Benoit. So I saw that main event for WrestleMania a month before WrestleMania at a house show. And everything that they did in the house show was just about everything that they did at WrestleMania minus the finish. Because at that time, Triple H was a champion, so Triple H retained instead of Benoit um, winning the title like he did at Mania. But every move that they did was the exact same way that it played out at the house show, like I said, leading up to the, aside from the finish. So running these shows for like a month, you know, or two months or whatever, leading up to your pay-per-view, 
or leading up to, you know, the feud on TV, they've already got their matches like worked out ahead of time and they know like what's going to happen during those matches and you're fine tuned to come across on TV to look better. So you don't get like the instances of, you know, their styles don't gel very well, stuff like that. That's the problem with AEW. They're not running house shows. They're not, you know, having this, the talent work together like they should. Like for a major promotion, they should be, the talent should be running, you know, more shows are going over their matches more frequently than what they do. And I, I think that's the biggest issue with how the product comes across on TV. Or it could have been thunderous that didn't want to do the move. So she's like, if you want to suplex me, bitch, suplex me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, because honestly, if it came to blows, you know, they like if it ended up becoming like a shoot and they came to blows, like both of them are going to end up holding their own. Like both have MMA backgrounds and all the other stuff. But I mean, fuck it. <laughs> awesome all right um jeff hardy arrested again i mean if i could see my tablet right now it might be nice and i could read stuff <laughs> what'd you do to your tablet i didn't do nothing someone decided to lay on it oh man thank you <laughs> thanks for lifting your butt up for me uh yeah, Jeff already arrested again. Um, so the one of the many things I saw in this is uh, uh I don't know if it was true or not, but from what I heard, I guess Matt Hardy let him go and drive. Uh no. Is that was that incorrect? That is incorrect. Okay. Somewhere um, I'd seen that someone was like, "Why did you let him drive, Matt?" They were, um, they're trying, fans are trying to blame Matt and Reby for it. Um, because it was a Hardy Boys booking at a local show in Florida. Um, Reby had, you know, Reby acts, Reby's pretty much their, their manager. Um, like as far as like their bookings and stuff like that, everything goes through her. Uh, follow Reby on TikTok because honestly, like Reby, like she looks a hell of a lot better now than she did like, you know, 10, 15 years ago. Um, I think it's the mom bod on it honestly like she's got um yeah anywho um <laughs> got sidetracked there um she basically like fans were attacking her and matt about um you know why did you let jeff you know do all this stuff like why weren't you helping jeff why aren't you take care of jeff uh reby made it perfectly clear to the venue that you know they're not that jeff is not allowed to have any alcohol around him he's not allowed to be offered not allowed to be served like that's you know part of the contract stipulations like they went to the venue together they left the venue together um their hotel rooms are on the same floor like literally like right next to each other um so Reby said we did everything that we could short of having jeff sleep in between me and matt she's like anything that happened after we let him go after we you know parted ways at the hotel and he went in his room we went in ours He's like, he's a grown man and he's responsible for his own decisions. She's like, I'm not, he doesn't want me speaking on behalf of him. Matt doesn't want me to speak on behalf of him. I'm not going to do that. He's a grown man. So he is responsible for whatever decisions he made after we departed into our own hotel rooms. 
that's pretty much what it was. So whatever Jeff did after after the show that night, like Matt and Reby were not responsible for it, and they should not be held responsible for it. Jeff needs to be held responsible for his actions. He's responsible for what he did. Like, I don't see the people that's like, oh, it's AEW's fault. Oh, it's the fans' fault. No, it's it's. It's all it's all on Jeff. Like he, <laughs> knowing he has issues with this stuff, like he needs needed to seek help. And in all honesty, it makes you question again: Was WWE right for doing what they did? Um, that night Jeff walked out of the house show. With wanting to get him drug tested and sending him to rehab. We don't know. We don't know what happened. Um, and it's all pretty much just anything after that from that night was hearsay, but um yeah. Well, hopefully Jeff gets the help that he needs and you know gets to the point where you know he can deal with whatever personal issues he's got going on. Without the assistance of um whatever substance or liquid substance or hard substance i don't know whatever so. yeah we just want him to be better so if that means he's got to he's got to step away from entering competition you know to deal with the injuries and stuff like that and you know that may be causing him to, to drink again just to you know kind of get through the pain <laughs> or you know take whatever it is that he's doing just to get through like day-to-day pain i mean then so be it like he doesn't owe us anything and as fans, I mean, you need to, realize to be that, per- so. to be like perfectly honest about it, like even if he doesn't want to get help, and he just wants to be an alcoholic, I, I mean, he's a grown man; he can do whatever he wants to do. Yeah, but it's just like just you know, do stuff where you're not driving. Yeah, yeah, or putting other people in harm's way, because then Absolutely. that's when you know shit is fucked up. You know, maybe he needs to sit down and have a conversation with Jake. I mean, there's a lot of wrestlers that's had substance abuse problems. I mean, like, I think I think Jake the Snake Roberts is like the the biggest example of, hey, I fucked up, like, and I know I fucked up, like I ruined my family, I ruined this, I ruined that, I need to fix it, and look, and Jake fixed it. Like, we still have Jake the Snake Roberts now because he fixed what was wrong. He knew he was having issues. He got help. Yeah, and I mean, Flair's gonna end up killing himself, so <laughs> he might die in the ring at his last match. Who knows? Um, I hope it doesn't happen, but um, yeah, it, maybe maybe that's what it'll take for Jeff is like having that, like, come to Jesus with you know, whoever, like, someone that's been down that this road before and knows where it ends up and. You know, knew they had to to make some changes, and I mean, honestly, it's you know, it was either him or Scott Hall would be the two best people to talk to about it. And then, I mean, Jake's the only one that's here now. So, yep. Oh man! All right, let's uh, Sasha Banks. Oh man, trended on Twitter for almost like a full day. 
with reports of her apparently being released from WWE. Uh, still nothing from WWE unless they're keeping it under wraps that she has been released from her contract. Yeah. Um, but I highly, I don't know. I don't know if Nick Khan is even willing to let her go knowing how much of a draw she is and how much money she makes for the company. I'm telling you, still my point is if Sasha is so adamantly against this company, she needs to just fucking leave. Yep. She needs a what? She needs to leave. Like, she's the one that, that didn't want to wrestle, and she's the one that, you know, like, well, from, So, the last report I saw, she she is trying to leave, but, I mean, she's trying to leave so, like, under the best terms. So her legal team was trying to get her out of the contract. I don't know if she was successful um, or not. But, yeah, the last I heard, she was trying to get out of the contract. Uh, It was this, you know, her team trying to get her out of the contract versus being suspended by WWE and still being under contract and just not working. So, like, there's multiple things going around. It's not just, like, the women's tag title thing. A lot of stuff that's coming out through like sources close to Sasha or close to the situation are saying a lot of it has to do with pay as well. Where she feel like Becky Lynch is the second highest paid female on the roster behind Ronda Rousey. Sasha feels like she should be in that same category as Becky Lynch. Like, I don't know how. How true that is, or like what? Like, uh, what are your guys' thoughts on that? Do you think Sasha needs to be paid as much as Becky? Uh, yeah, they're about on the same caliber of like wrestling. You know what I mean? Like, give or take, you know, a couple thousand dollars or something <laughs> like that. But uh, they should be yeah. around the same price. She's got Snoop Dogg money. I don't understand what the money she needs. She got Snoop Dogg money. She got, money. she got Disney money <laughs> from that uh that last season of The Mandalorian, but and I'm sure she'll be back in the next season. But I mean, you know, you definitely asked, you know if you ask Slim Slim Cans Snoop Dogg, he'd give out givers. You know, I don't I don't think they're like close. Money. I don't think they're like close cousins or nothing. I think they like met a couple times at like the cookout, but. At the cookout. <laughs> didn't cookout. he? Didn't he take her to a show? He was before yeah, he took her to a show and stuff. But I'm saying, like, I don't think they were like close, like a close yeah. knit cousins. Like she's just cousins of Snoop Dogg. Yeah, and she, he just made a theme song for her, sang it to her at WrestleMania. Because he got paid to do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You don't think he get royalties every time that song comes on when she walks on that ramp? Right. That's what I'm saying. Pay it forward. It ain't about the blood. It's about the green. (laughs) Dollar dollar bill, y'all. I'm not saying they're not related. I'm just saying, like, it's not like they're, like, like a close knit. They, like, you know, like cousins that grew up together. Like, they, like, second cousins. You know, something like that. Because there's a pretty big age gap between them. So, but yeah. No, nah, I get what you're saying. Yeah. You know, they just, they have the barbecue, you know, they, 
talked about how bad you know auntie's potato salad was or whatever hey snoop hey snoopy let me let me let me get a little something (laughs) he pulled out he pulled out a doobie you need a little something i got you (laughs) talking about white people using spaghetti in their pasta salad you need spaghetti in their pasta salad Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Who uses fucking Bro. spaghetti and pasta salad? I've been watching my whole life. I've never seen that. I have family members that do that. Yeah. Fucking spaghetti and pasta salad. That has to be dude. like fucking New York shit right there. Sacrilegious. I don't I don't know, but I've heard other people like talk about it too. Like uh Phil, our good friend Phil from the uh the Fig Cave uh podcast that uh tweeted something about I'm going to a family picnic and uh, coming across pasta salad made with spaghetti. Oh, my God. I mean, it says pasta on it. It's got to be made yeah. pasta, I, mean, I, guess, right? I guess technically it's a pasta. Yep. <laughs> like, it ain't pasta does, it a, does it at least have, like, other noodles in it that make it, like, a melody? No. You know, like, oh, no. it's spaghetti. It's just, a me- a melody. <laughs> <laughs> it's just straight spaghetti. <laughs> pasta salad with spaghetti. Yeah. So, did you do y'all make it the same way with like mayonnaise, or what's the base in it? I don't. Know. I don't make pasta salad. So, <laughs> motherfuckers <laughs> is just making cold spaghetti. <laughs> pretty much. It's pasta pretty much salad, what, dude. It's, it's pretty much spaghetti with fucking like Italian dressing on it, and like different random ass vegetables like peppers and onions and fucking olives and shit. So, well, I don't know if that's yeah. pasta salad necessarily. That's like sounds like a different dish. Yeah, it's this pasta salad. Like, it's, like pasta uh, salad. When I hear like pasta salad, it's like like a macaroni noodle, like in some kind of like mayonnaise based. Not not that pasta salad. No, you're thinking okay. like macaroni macaroni salad. Or or the what about the one with like the what's the ziti noodles that's like in the Italian dressing sauce. Yeah, that's like pasta some feta salad. cheese and some like olives. Yeah, that's pasta salad. Okay, you come about yeah. that, right? Yes. Yeah, what you're thinking okay. of with uh with the mayonnaise and stuff? That's macaroni salad. Oh my bad, my bad. Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> the fucking the, in the South, dude, we don't like fuck with pasta salad that much. Like we have the macaroni salad, like at yeah. cookouts. Yeah. But... Oh yeah, no, you can't fuck that up either, man. That's like you fuck up the macaroni salad, it's all over. <laughs> Same thing with the potato salad. You can't fuck up that potato salad either. Yeah. Like you go to cookouts, like I've gone with like um my wife and stuff to like family reunions down here. She's got a couple of cousins that live around us. Um like if certain people make the pasta to make the potato salad, you don't eat it. Oh, okay. Like it has to be made by a specific person if oh. you're if you want like good pot like potato salad. It's like my grandma, God rest her soul, when she made devil eggs. Like, it, like you still ate them because you know grandma made them. But um, you're about you you're bound and determined to find some eggshells in one of them. What's that? Both my grandmothers are pretty good at cooking. Yeah. Usually grandmas are. My, my grandma's just getting old and yeah, like she she doesn't give a shit anymore. So. I mean, even when I got old, 
Well, my one grandma didn't get super old because she passed away before she got super old. Um, and then, you know, my other grandma got old enough to where she couldn't cook anymore. But That's my they, when they were cooking, they were pretty good. We used to have a prize for whoever found the first egg in the deviled egg or the eggshell in the deviled eggs. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, man, awesome. All right, let's get into, oh, man, like the, the main course here for the news this week. Vince McMahon. Oh, my Lord. Vince McMahon uh, sold WWE to Tony Khan. <laughs> Jesus, the way the cons well. can work, the way the cons <laughs> can work together, deploy the whole time. It was like the biggest. It's all. It's a. It's a long it's, con. It's a long con. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> he thought oh, Nick didn't man. know Tony, and then it ended up that you know, Nick and Tony always know each other. They, yeah. You know, you don't know a Nick without a Tony. You don't know a Tony without a Nick. Oh man! So WWE, uh, Nick Khan's been like going through like WWE's financials pretty much since he's taken over. Like that's that's his job. Like right, it's uh, you know, get rid of the stuff that's not working for WWE, make things a little more financially sound for WWE, like bigger profit, all this other stuff. That's why we had all these releases, you know, and everything else. Like since Nick Khan's been in charge of doing this stuff in wwe uh that investigation also went through vince mcmahon's financial stuff with the company uh through his files they found uh, three million dollars and a non-disclosure act paid to a former uh paralegal for wwe from 2019 um which uh, the paralegal was not allowed to discuss anything about the McMahon, about her and Vince's relationship, um, anything that went down between her time working with WWE. Um, go on also on to state that her contract initially, when she got hired, was $100,000 a year. Turned out, went up to another 100000 once she got into a sexual relationship with Vince and was being passed between her and John Lord, between him. Vince and John Laurinaitis. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I didn't think Vince was faithful. Like, if he was like, oh, is Vince faithful? I'm like, yeah, probably not. No. I mean, that's the thing. Like, in our group chat, I said, this doesn't surprise me at all. Like, because if you go back to, you go back and look at half the shit from the Attitude Era, even into, like, the Ruthless Aggression Era, like anytime Vince booked himself on screen with a female talent, it was always in some kind of sexual situation. I mean, at one point he'd even try to book Stephanie in a sexual situation. With... Oh my God. <laughs> I mean, we're also talking about someone who has allegations of trying to pay their first female referee in 1986 for a blow job in the back of a limo. And then when she declined, went ahead and raped her anyway. So well, I, mean, I, don't, I don't know if that was necessarily true. I, I don't know. I was four in 1986, so I don't. I don't really know like mm-hmm. how how accurate or 100 percent true that is. So hopefully it's not true. But then again, okay. with Vince's history, it might be true. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Vince has a lot of history paying pay people off to hide shit. Oh yeah, like uh. 
an entire town's police department for covering up a murder that Jimmy Snuka committed. So, <laughs> yep. I mean, jeez. Mm-hmm. I'm sure so, there's a slew of other things. No. So here's the the question I want to pose to you guys. We'll have one discussion question here. Would either one of you suck Vince's dick for three million dollars? No. How much? Three million. Three million. No. Not yeah. for three million. No. Three million? <laughs> no. Not, not for three. You want second for three million? <laughs> nah, I need a cool like maybe twenty million tax free, like under the table cash. Okay. Maybe. Well okay. Okay, what maybe about I'll, like I'll consider it. So <laughs> what about what about what about like I don't know, like thirty years ago when he probably would have busted quicker than he does now. Because I, I can see now like you know, he had to put in a lot of work on the to get him to come. But like back in the day, like you know, when he's a young stud. Well well here's the thing, like do I have to swallow or can I just get him to the point where he just goes? Spit. Like he doesn't spit. get on my face and it just goes somewhere. You can, so, you can spit. You can spit. Um and does he get to use a WWF condom? You get to spit. <laughs> no condom. Oh, so I don't. I don't think I can deal with it. Like the actual load in my mouth. But yeah, I, I I'd probably know. decline even for the twenty million. Like I know. <laughs> <laughs> what is what we're talking about? <laughs> Full disclosure, Gary. I've been drinking this entire time, so like, okay. I'm I'm entertaining Carl's stuff this week. <laughs> oh. I like yeah. it. So <laughs> I drink, but I gotta be up early. So uh... I so do I. I'm drinking anyway. After the last few days, I mean, I've what, had drinking. What does drinking? What does drinking have to do with getting up early, Garrett? Uh, you know, nothing. So now it's going to help you, you sleep you don't a think, better tonight. So. You don't think it's probably like got drunk or nothing? What, dude, it's the only way I drink. Oh, okay. Well, then you, just, you probably shouldn't drink at all then. <laughs> yeah. And maybe you and Jeff need to go to the same rehab place. Like, Hey, maybe, maybe, we, maybe <laughs> we are. Maybe. Tell him I said, hey, and I got a couple figures I need them to sign for me. Gary's like, well, you know, I don't drink unless I drive. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, uh, getting you don't know, drink getting, and drive, kids. Don't drink. You and know, drive. going to good. a bar right now and getting a beer is cheaper than than getting a gallon of gas in your car. So, I mean, I don't know. Have you went time. to a bar and got a beer? Really? Depends on what beer. Know, right? Getting. It's cheaper to drink at home, man. Twenty-four yeah. pack of stones, you golden. Yeah, you can get a get a, a a fucking bottle of cheapest shit for like twelve dollars, eight dollars. Dude, not even that. You can get like a fucking bottle of wine for seven bucks. Like, come on. Oh, wine! You gotta drink. You gotta drink the bottle. I'm talking about. Like, yeah, I mean, get some cheap ass vodka. Man. Oh. Even on top of that, like we have fucking like Target sells adult juice boxes. Like, come on. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> Little wine juice boxes, like Jesus. Yeah, bars bars are expensive as fuck. I uh, got a margarita today. It was like twelve dollars. Fucking like seven fifty for a Jack and Coke. Like damn. Like I could have made a stronger one at home for less. 
Yeah. <laughs> Y'all, and you're like two seconds worth of pouring. Fuck that. Like, I want like, you know, like a quarter of that glass, Jack, and like the rest of it, Pepsi. Fuck y'all. Uh, I can't do Jack and Pepsi. I can do Jack and Coke, but it don't hit. It don't hit the right. Hit right with Pepsi. <laughs> and I prefer Pepsi over Coke. So yeah. I'm like, oh, okay. Prefer Pepsi over Coke, but if I'm drinking. I do Jack like the. Um, like I tell you the uh, the Honey Jack with a vanilla Coke is amazing. See, I, I just do regular Jack, but uh, black label. But uh. They got a vanilla uh, jack too. That's pretty good. Yeah, I mean it's okay, but I, I, if I'm drinking like a fucking like whiskey, I'd rather it just be like a whiskey rather than like flavored. <laughs> uh, I just like the vanilla. I don't know why. Like the like vanilla root beer, vanilla coke, stuff like that. I don't know. I like the added vanilla taste to it. I'm vanilla. just weird. Okay, let's no, <laughs> let's get back to the. So with this whole thing going on, um. Lord, uh, this is all consensual, by the way, too, between Vince and the the paralegal. Yeah. So, and it was all Vince's money. It wasn't WWE funded. They just happened to use WWE's attorney, which is like you know Vince's personal attorney anyway. So, and I think that's where the because it was filed with like WWE's paperwork that might be where the issue is coming from or whatever. So. Well, I mean, it was being investigated. It didn't say like, yeah. they concluded the investigation. So. Yeah. That's why they were investigating. Because if you, to be fair, like if you own, like if we all own the stake in WWE and then uh, you're like, or this is flipping over their like podcast, say like, you know, me and Garrett was like, Chris was like, hey dude, give me, you know, thousand dollars and you own part of the podcast and then next thing you know we're like Chris is like yeah I spent 500 of it if I can get my dick sucked you will be <laughs> pissed you know she's like that was mine Garrett's money you spent getting your dick sucked yep I mean you say he'd be upset I feel like he'd be more happy for Chris though that's just me <laughs> uh. So, yeah, so it was all consensual. Um, Vince um, announced today on Friday, um, they released a statement. WWE released a statement that Vince would be stepping down as CEO and that Stephanie McMahon will be as being named as the interim CEO for the rest of the investigation. Um, On that topic as well, they announced Vince will be on SmackDown tonight. And Vince was on SmackDown. Basically, to welcome everyone to SmackDown. Yep. We all got played for a boost of SmackDown's ratings. (laughs) You get no chance. (laughs) No chance in there. Awesome. Vince isn't an idiot, even in his old age. Like, he still knows what he's doing. Yep. I'm gonna go take advantage of this because it's spiking ratings. Like this is the thing, like why would Vince talk about this shit on air in front of like kids that watch the programming? Yeah. Plus it's supposed to be PG. It's supposed to be anyway. Vince ain't gonna talk about this. And then like even then, like 
What's the first thing your lawyer is going to tell you, like, when there's any type of investigation that you're involved in? Shut the fuck up. Exactly. <laughs> and uh, unless this is like the attitude there, if this is like attitude there, it's like have like a lot six O version. <laughs> with the with the paralegal. <laughs> oh man, awesome! All right, so that's uh, pretty much the news for this week. Like I said, it was it was a hell of a week for news. Like just like a whole bunch of random shit happening this week, and it's just yeah. like just insane. Remember, so just remember, kids, if you're having sex, just make sure it's consensual. Absolutely, use protection. You don't need another you running around. And if you're going to drink, don't drive. Call an Uber yeah. um, or have someone come pick you up. So. Yeah. The DUIs are not cool. And if you're Sasha Banks, quit bitching about shit and just handle your business. No, she's handling her business. I, I, I don't I, get she's handling her business. But, so. She walked but, out. Uh, she's like, okay, you, do you, here's my thing. If Sasha Banks ends up getting out of her contract with WWE, she's free to do whatever the hell she wants. Like, do you think she's going to sign with AEW? I I don't. Not initially, no. I think she's Hollywood bound. Yeah. Like, I don't think she's going to sign with the company. If she does, if she does wrestle, and she does end up being for AEW, it'll probably be like a short-term thing. Just, uh, you know, get the match with, like, Britt Baker or whoever. <laughs> and then called it. And then call it a career. So, wow, have my last match be against Brett Baker was like a terrible way to end my career. Yeah, I don't know. Who I'm just saying, like, you think of how much big money that's going to do for AEW, like Sasha Banks versus Brett Baker. I mean, Sasha Banks would do a lot for AEW because their fucking women's division kind of was. Kind of... <laughs> All right, let's get into our six-pack recap, which um, we actually got six things in here, but we got some pay-per-view recaps in the preview. Uh, Let's go ahead and jump into that right now. Any of y'all watch the pay-per-view? I did not. I didn't get a chance to watch it. Like, I tried to find the, like, the stream got shut down when I was trying to find it. And, like, every website I used it for um, the streams. It was all yeah. all blocked. So, yeah. Well, I was being a good dad and watching Encanto, and that's all right. Happy stuff. Encanto was good. a good movie. So, so I was a little a little upset when I watched, finally watched NWA. Well, so I had heard that Strictly Business got back together. I was like, oh, that's cool. You know, he not, got back not all, all this. this. I was like. Fucking got back with Adonis. That ain't strictly well, that's, business. That's strictly well, Adonis, business like negative one. Well, Latimer and Adonis have been part have remained as strictly business. They just haven't like been like tagging together for a little bit. So it's it's pretty much Adonis, Latimer, and Camille are strictly business. They they pretty it, much kicked uh, they kicked all this out. So. Yeah, but that was uh, NWA this week. Apparently they're turning them face though. Yeah, they were face after they... that uh that tag match this yeah, week. Yeah, so. against the Cardona. Yep. 
Uh, always ready, though. Um, we got some new champions crowned. Mm-hmm. Um, new tag team champions, the Commonwealth Connection, Doug Williams and Harry Smith, uh, defeated La Rebellion. Uh, Jax Dane retained against <clears throat> Chris Adonis. Um, Camille defeated Kylan King. Biggest disappointment, though, um, the pretty empowered Ella Envy and Kenzie Page uh, defeated the Hex to become the NWA Women's Tag Team Champions. I love the Hex. I do too. Like I'm, I'm kind of. I was hoping they're going to hold those titles for a little longer, but Marty Bell with her finally. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Homicide defeated PJ Hawks. Um, and then defeated Colby Carino, who cashed in his um, championship opportunity um, that he earned a few months ago um, during that little tournament thing that they did um, after the the match with EJ Hawk. So Homicide still ended up retaining against Colby Carino. What happened to that big... one guy? Well, one guy. Remember his name was like seven or eight, something like that? The big tall guy, Zion. Or is it Zion? Who is the t- the tall guy that they debuted at that one preview? Are you talking about Judas? 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 Judas has it. Yeah, he hasn't been on TV in a while. Um, the last because <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> James Mitchell has that group with um fucking Sal and the yeah. Gimp, and then it's Judas. Sal and the Gimp have wrestled more recently than Judas has. And I want to be honest. I the Gimp is know, awesome. Well, yeah, but I want to know what came <laughs> first. If that came first, or if Gangrel's group of people came first, because they are very fucking similar. It's probably Gangrel's, Gangrel's group in MLW, honestly. Very fucking similar. Does Gangrel Gangrel have a gimp? Um, maybe. He's, <laughs> he's got a guy that comes out there with like a black mask and a chain, and they pull him on a chain and leash uh to the ring. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> the guy's probably just like a foot taller and probably an extra like two hundred pounds. Uh-huh. Awesome. <laughs> oh man you, you realize Holodead is part of Gangrel's group right yes yeah I did see that Holodead's awesome so yeah I'll get into that in a little bit uh well so we have main event for always ready Matt Cardona did um relinquish the NWA World's Heavyweight Championship but pretty much um uh fucking Billy Corgan uh did uh strip uh, Matt Cardona of the NWA title because he refused to hand it over. Uh, so we got a fatal four way with Trevor Murdoch, Nick Aldis, Tom Latimer, and Samuel Shaw, the former Dexter Loomis. Uh, Trevor Murdoch is now our new NWA World Heavyweight Champion, two time NWA World Heavyweight Champion. Mm-hmm. Not upset about that at all. From what I've read, the match was actually pretty good. Definitely something worth going to back and check it out. Um, or you can do like the NWA, like, like 
um, all access pass thing for 50 bucks a year and get access to the pay-per-views as well. I really need to do that. <laughs> all right. So there was that. Um, rest of the week in wrestling. We had what Monday Night Raw. We had AJ Styles taking out Seth Rollins mm-hmm. for a Money in the Bank qualifying match. Really fucking good. Um, that was a pretty good match. Rollins ended up picking up the win. Awesome. Uh, I think we're gonna see like Styles and Finn or something, or Styles ended up teaming up with Edge, taking on Judgment Day. I think so. Well, I think we're getting Edge and Finn at SummerSlam. We should. So I think uh, um, Finn was on uh, Edge's list of people that he wanted to work with anyway. Yeah. Honestly, Some I think they should just so. keep Edge off TV until like after Money in the Bank. Yeah, uh, I think so too. Why, why have him wrestle at Money in the Bank? Why, you know? Why sand, sandbag uh, an injury? <laughs> oh, why don't he just come in and fucking win money in the bank? If, yeah, you know, and ca- and cash it in for the uh, for uh, uh, the twenty four seven title. Uh, I've been saying <laughs> that for a while. Nobody's gonna cash it in for the twenty four seven title. They're gonna cash it in for anything short of a world title shot, though. No, Garrett has this plan. How one they says, man. I mean, statistically, if I look at it statistically, if I were to have a money in a bank briefcase right now, statistically, I would not beat Roman Reigns. You statistically, could. No. Statistically, you could. I'd have less of a chance of beating Gunther. Why would you have less of a chance beating Roman Reigns? No, no, no. Less of a chance than beating Gunther. Why do you have? You don't think you can beat Roman Reigns? Oh, no, no, no. You just got to grab his dick and twist it. <laughs> I, could be, I, could be, I could be Roman Reigns. Just cough in his face. You got to know how to do it, man. Go for it, bitch. Fucking <laughs> 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 Put a bar of soap in the fucking sock and beat the fuck out of him with it. Before he gets to the ring, you know, him, and then let him get in the ring. Let's just start the bell. <laughs> a bag of sweet molassy oranges. No bruises on the outside. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> oh, that's great. So that was pretty much like the best thing out of Raw was Rollins and Sal's. Um, who qualified for women's? It was Alexa and Liv. Yep. Who tag teamed. Yes. Who who need to be our tag team champions. I I agree. I wholeheartedly who, agree with that right now. Who, who, who are they going to wrestle? <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Um, Lacey Evans and Dana Brooke. Uh, <laughs> wait, no, no, no. Lacey Evans and insert name here. Yeah. <laughs> All up from Smack from NXT. <laughs> I mean, Lacey that would be the Evans. hottest. That'd be like the hottest tag team on record, right? Fucking Alexa Bliss and Liv Morgan. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, definitely. 
I would. Yep. Even hotter, more hotter than Gigi Dolan and the other chick she's the chick she tagged with. And toxic attraction. Yeah, I don't know. It'd be by far be the best looking tag team. Yep. In wrestling history, except for Absolutely. the fabulous ones. But. <laughs> awesome. Uh, NWA this week we touched on a little bit. Uh, fucking Jesus. Oh. It's a little talk. I had some uh, interview with Trevor Murdoch. Holy Ray <laughs> got put through a table. There really wasn't a lot, like anything really to write home about after. Yeah. Like, it was literally like a post pay per view thing where they tied some loose ends together and called it a day. Yep. Like, it Cardona, wasn't really anything. Cardona like, said, super... Billy, you better keep your promise. So basically, what's happening when Matt's going to end up getting his title shot when he comes back from being injured? So, more than likely. <laughs> or they just strip this, the title from whoever has it and just give it to Kurt. Give it back to him. Yep. Yeah. See what happens with that. Uh, AEW this week. Yeah, AEW's Road Rager is what they're calling it. Uh, Dax Harwood and Will Ospreay. <laughs> Jeff Hardy shows up. <laughs> <laughs> the Road Ranger. <laughs> oh my God, is that Jeff? Is he drunk again? <laughs> Did he just run over the skin in the crowd? <laughs> he, he just missed his fight in the fucking mat. He was too early. <laughs> Jeff, the ladder match is the main event. <laughs> What are you doing out here during this women's match? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Dax Harwood and Will Ospreay. I sent you guys that Twitter video of um, fucking Dax like laying that chop into Osprey in the corner. Mine was really good. Nice, nice chop. Uh, it's funny, though, because it's like he hits him with that first chop and Osprey does his like over-the-top like fucking throw my legs up in the air to sell a chop thing and it's like it looked like it pissed Dax off and he threw him back in the corner and chopped him as hard as he fucking could and sent him down to his knees yeah what we want to be like, about that impressive. be like that'll teach you for fucking overselling like a bitch because <laughs> <laughs> that's what it was that was straight like no reason overselling it's not like taking a stunner. You're taking a chop in a fucking corner. There's no reason your knees needed to be up to your chest. No, I mean, people did some good cow at selling stuff. Though. That wasn't good. That, that looked bad. I like, I like the second I like one. The second one, yeah, you sold the shit out of that one. But I don't think you had a choice. <laughs> I think you knew a third one was coming if you didn't. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sell it right, like- fucker. <laughs> sometimes a good oversell is pretty good. Like Rick Flair, like sometimes gets some pump. I mean, fucking yeah. I mean, it depends there. on it depends on what it is, <laughs> or like the type of match it was. Like there was no reason for Osprey to oversell that damn chop like that. But it was definitely okay for Shawn Michaels to oversell everything Hogan hit him with. That was because Hogan, 
talking about like, no, like, like over, over. No, over. I meant that was the best thing ever. No, Michael's oversold that shit to be an asshole. I know. Like that, but, that's what that was. But Cal Michael's Michaels was known for overselling to begin with. Like that's what I made mean, him but, such a good wrestler. But is. not to that effect. Like that that match for that SummerSlam match with him and Hogan was like oh, ridiculously yeah. overselling. Like yeah. all because he didn't want a job to Hogan. <laughs> oh man, that was pretty bad. <laughs> yeah. So I don't need your knees up to your chest when you take a chop in the corner. Like, <laughs> what you need to do is take a chop like uh, Ricochet took from Gunther. He flipped all the way the fuck over. Oh, last good week. lord. Jesus. <laughs> Someone I don't ever want to get a chop by. I don't want to get hit anything from Walter. Like, <laughs> like I don't even want him to fucking look at me. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I swear to God, like, like, he, like if he like looks at you, like, I swear to God, like, it's enough to make you piss your pants. <laughs> like, the you man's know, like, intimidating as fuck. So, <laughs> it's like bully, uh, Marty McFly. <laughs> Fucking <laughs> <laughs> Biff, Biff Tannen. <laughs> Why are you wearing a life jacket? <laughs> you want Charlie? <laughs> oh, Jesus. Trying to, oh, what else we have? Uh, Jay White. Uh, denies Adam Page and Adam Cole shots at the, the IWGP uh, heavyweight championship for Forbidden Door. Um, says he already has an opponent in mind. Uh, I don't know what's going to happen with us. Like, I don't know who Jay White's going to be defending against, but well, um, yeah. Jeff Hardy. <laughs> Samoa Joe, really? Yeah. I actually, I would love to see that. Jay White that- versus Samoa Joe. You think it's actually happening? Yeah, I think so. Um, I thought like Paige and um, uh, Cole were supposed to be in that tag match. Like a couple other new Japan talents. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't remember. Um, can can Chris Chris can you agree with me with something for a second? What's that? Can you agree Chris Jericho ruined AEW anytime he was on screen? No. Like recently? No, no. Just this episode we just watched. Oh yeah, yeah. After that hair versus hair match, like everything else is just fucking ridiculous. No. Like, oh man. That's the other thing I put in front from here. Sammy Guevara fucking join in. JAS. Now I gotta see Govera more on my TV screen. Like he's, he's good. He's just been he's he's a good. great wrestler. Like I just don't need to see him and Ty Conti making out every fucking week. I like, like I can make him out. Who is it? Who is it that always says something about it? Is it uh Do you know what it's porn? They make out in porn sometimes. <laughs> that's basically what I watch on TV when they're on TV. That's pretty much what it is. It's like yeah, it's I'm trying watching wrestle, not porn. It's like for dick out and jerk off a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't got to finish. Just, 
Eric, just a little bit while you're watching. I'm good. Like I don't like find Guevara. Sammy. I'm not dealing with that. Like not not Sammy Guevara on my screen. No, because you know he always because he's always got to make that stupid face like one and stick his damn tongue out for no reason. And that's when you pause it and come on it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> when he sticks oh. his... Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> man. Yeah. I was saying that after <laughs> that, he just sticks that tongue down tire so then the Snowballing. <laughs> Oh man! Oh, that's fucked up. Look at <laughs> this episode's gone like completely off the rails. <laughs> well, maybe you should stop drinking. That's I'm for Carl. Done. That's for Carl. Dude. Dude. I only had like two. So. I didn't finish my second one. Off the rails. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right, so we got that. We got Jay White, who won the IWGP World Heavyweight title at Dominion this past weekend. <laughs> Denying Adam Page, Adam Cole. I Carl said Samoa Joe. Like, I would love to see Jay White versus Samoa Joe. I think it'd be a hell of a matchup. Doubt it's going to happen, though. They're going to end up getting a triple threat between Page, Cole, and Jay White. Oh, man. And they, what they should do is throw Tama Tonga in there, too. Make it a fatal four-way? Make it a four-way. You know so what I'd like to see? And then Omega you know what I'd like to see? And and I, I, haven't seen it. I haven't seen it in a, in a while. Is the fucking triangle match. I haven't seen a triangle match in a long time. You know, like where it's like a triple threat, but you got to pin both opponents? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I haven't seen one of those in a long time either. So. Yeah. Uh, uh, let's see. Uh, Tanahashi beat Goto at um, Dominion. So we're getting Tanahashi versus Mox at Forbidden Door for the vacant or interim AEW world title. Uh, so we'll see where, where that goes. Uh, let's talk about that main event from AEW, the tag team ladder match. It's supposed to be a triple threat uh, between the Hardys um Jurassic Express and the Young Bucks, but because uh Jeff is being arrested, uh the Hardys got pulled from the ladder match. Uh which apparently Tony Khan was gonna put the title belts on the Hardys. I saw that. Good idea, bad idea. <laughs> well, in um, hindsight, who knows? Yeah. But probably bad idea in hindsight. But in the moment, was probably a good idea. I think the pop would have been, like, huge if the Hardys won that match. We still would have got what transpired after the match with uh, Christian turning heel finally on Jungle Boy. Um, and then God knows what was going to happen with the Young Bucks. <laughs> but I think I wouldn't be surprised if we get the Young Bucks versus the Good Brothers at uh, Forbidden Door. Versus the good brothers. Versus the good brothers. Let's see what happens with that. But um, yeah, the ladder match wasn't bad. 
was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, Young Bucks, of course, are your two-time AEW Tag Team Champions. Only tag team to do it so far. And, of course, Christian turned on Jungle Boy and then hit him with a concerto in the middle of the ring and then proceeded to go out and talk shit to Jungle Boy's mom and sister. I love oh, man, it. That's great. So, so by all out, uh, the next AEW pay per view will have Jungle Boy versus Christian. Talk about long term storytelling. Yeah, but we all kind of knew. This yeah, I mean, yeah, we knew where it was gonna go, but so went, like, think about it, because Jungle Boy was the one that eliminated Christian from that battle royal. Last year, because mm-hmm. it was Jungle Boy and Christian, and Jungle Boy won that battle royal. So basically, since then, Christian teams up with Jurassic Express. They're going through this whole thing, and there's numerous times where you thought Christian was going to finally, you know, especially in the last few months, turn on them and you know drop Jungle Boy with the kill switch, and which he finally did at Road Rager. Almost a year, storytelling wise, for that. Same. All I want to know is where the fuck is MJ at? I need MJ back. He ain't gonna be on TV for a while. They gotta sell this. Awesome, right, Gary. You got um MLW championship matches in here. I do. There's two championship matches on Fusion. Nice. I'm trying to get them to load, but my fucking tablet isn't loading shit anymore. I don't know what happened. Oh, that's terrible. Me, you like <sighs> cat. Yeah, I should have just let them sit on my tablet. Oh, no, it's terrible. Just a terrible human being. <sighs> well, Game Girl wrestled, and he looks terrible. I wish he'd stop wrestling. <laughs> uh, so the tag team championships were on the line. Um, we got um, Hustle and Power, who are the tag champions. So if you have not watched them, they are two big ass motherfuckers, but they are awesome. Versus nice. fifty-one fifty, and the Von Ericks. Uh, Carl, I'm just gonna let you know. I am with you on the Von Erics. They, you don't need to watch them. I don't like them. They, <laughs> they, they, so they hit, of course, they did that fucking claw shit that you hate. And they did the worst thing possible is they tried to both do the claw on Hernandez. Now, Chris, you know how big fucking Hernandez is. They mm-hmm. both tried to do the claw on Hernandez and like on the apron and to put yeah. him through a table. And they look so fucking bad. Jesus. It looks so terrible. Um, but, uh, yeah. Uh, the, uh, there was no change in titles. Uh, Hustle and Power ended up retaining. And the final match, which, uh, Chris, I'm surprised you didn't watch. Because it's uh, kind of right up your alley. Um, 
we got the uh, they introduced a new title, which is the women's featherweight title. Really? Yeah. Like women's featherweight. Women's featherweight title. Ain't most women featherweights. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of my thinking on it as well. Uh, the match, Ty Valkyrie. Versus oh yeah, I did. I did see that. Well, I saw advertised. Okay. I didn't get a chance to watch it. I definitely wanted so, to check it out. The match was good. I only have one complaint, which there was a point where the two of them are trying to like do like like chops. And they are completely missing each other. And it just looks so fucking terrible. I was like, why did you guys even try and, like, throw chops back and forth? And I eventually, Ty, I just was like, all right, fuck it. And then just got rid of it. Stop doing it. I was like, thank God. <laughs> this looks so bad. But uh, Ty ended up winning. And nice. not only winning, submitting Holodead. And giving her her first loss. Oh, wow. So, yeah. Taya, your women's world featherweight champion. Also, your Reina Dale Reina's women's champion, if I am not incorrect. Yes. Yes. So, currently. So. Hey, Ozia. And then next week. Oh, man. We're getting uh, Fatu and uh, Mags Kruger in a uh, God, what the fuck did they call it? We fucking blamed it. Basically, they're supposed to be like military-grade weapons at ringside. I don't know how this is all going to work. Yeah. But uh, they're supposed to be... Are they going to shoot each other? <laughs> I don't fucking know. Apparently. <laughs> Apparently. Didn't they... Um... Did, they did that in um, Lucha Underground with, um, like it was um, Killshot and AR Fox. It was like that weapons of mass destruction match or whatever That's it, it was. Yep. 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 Which kind of makes sense since they've pretty much taken over, taken a lot of what uh, Lucha Underground was doing anyway. So they they are especially with. Uh... Um, what's this fuck being me? Uh, the guy that was Dario Cueto. Yeah, that's still Dario Cueto. I didn't they change his name though. I don't think so. I think they had to change his name because um, like he's still the same character, just different name. Oh, maybe I probably get. I think the because uh, like Lucha Underground owns like the names for that stuff, like any like the. Was original like Prince Puma and um, Dario Cueto and uh, Matanza Cueto, all those. Yeah, so here you go. It says the ring and ringside perimeter will be militarized with weaponry all around it and inside of it. Nice. What weapon will be revealed when you open the sure military is. crate? <laughs> It's okay. I know I'm going to be the only one that remembers to watch it. They, so I'll let you know how bad up, it is. They blow up the fucking first front row. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Kill half the crowd. 
the miss with the grenade. My bad. Love it. <laughs> they, they open it up and it's nothing but fucking like atomic fireballs. <laughs> I shoot you with a fireball. It's a box full of warheads. Sour warheads. Sour warheads. <laughs> oh, I mean, it's great. All right. So we got um, Slammiversary uh, Sunday. I'm run through this card here real quick. Um, get you guys' thoughts on some of these matches. Um, we've got the pre-show. We have the Impact Digital Media Championship as Rich Swan defends against Brian Myers. We got the Swan. Reverse Battle Royal. So uh, basically, I don't know, Garrett. Have you seen like Impact's Reverse Battle Royal? Um, possibly, but uh, you, you know what a Reverse Battle Royal is. What do you think? This is explain what you think of this. It sounds like all 30 men start and they each one by one go up the ramp and then whoever was number got the number one entrant is who wins the match because he's the only one left in the ring. No. They start on the outside of the ring and the first two to get into the ring becomes a singles match. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, I've seen it. It's it's pretty fun to watch. Um, so we got that. Uh, we've got a monsters ball matchup: Sammy Callahan versus Moose. Hell yeah! Uh, we have the Hell Impact Moose. Originals: Alex Shelley, Chris Saban, Frankie Kazarian, and, and Nick Aldis, uh, with one final member to be determined versus Honor No More, uh, which will be represented by Eddie Edwards, Matt Taven, Mike Bennett, PCO, and Vincent. Uh, knockouts tag team championship match influence versus Rosemary and Taya. That's gonna be a good match up there. Taya and Rosemary reunited. Good stuff. Uh, knockout championship match, the queen of the mountain match. Mickey James will be the special guest enforcer. Tasha Steeles will be defending against Chelsea Green, Deanna Prazo, Jordan Grace, and Mia Yim. I'm actually looking forward to this one. This is probably gonna be like a like a match of the night contender, if not the match of the night. Give me Jordan Grace. Jordan Grace. I uh I think Tasha Steels may retain. Like if they drop it to anybody, like I think maybe Diana or Mia Yim. <laughs> I can see Diana get the title back. Or you get a curveball and Mickey James inserts herself and she wins. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, Mickey James. Hey. I'm giving a, I'm giving a Carol answer. Okay. Uh, we got Impact Tag Team Championship match. The Briscoes defending against the Good Brothers. Uh, that should be a pretty solid matchup, too. Uh, X Division Championship match. Ultimate X, Ace Austin defending against Kenny King. Speedball Mike Bailey. Trey Miguel, Jack Evans, Jack Evans popping up at Impact, and man. Alex Zane. So, like, to see Jack Evans bounce back and show up somewhere. So, that match, that right there is probably going to be your match of the night. That X Division Ultimate X. They usually are. Yep. Then we've got the main event 
Impact World Championship match, Josh Alexander defending against Eric Young. Jamal, pretty sure that uh, I'm pretty sure we'll Alexander is pretty much going to retain against Eric Young. Yep, and then Abyss is going to come out and going to put uh, Josh Alexander through some thumbtacks. Well, they they could do that if Abyss wasn't working for I, WWE. How do you put how do you put somebody through t- thumbtacks? I don't know, but Abyss could do it. <laughs> Oh man, that's great. Oh, awesome. Um, yeah, so that's gonna wrap up a six pack recap. So yeah. Got nothing for for the collection as we get closer to San Diego Comic Con. Um, which is actually just a couple months away. Uh, I'm sure we'll see a lot more news uh coming from there. So let's go ahead and jump into No Holds Barred. Uh-huh. While you're talking about San Diego Comic Con, uh, I kind of want that uh, penguin on the uh, rubber ducky. Uh, oh, I did see box. that. That was pretty awesome. I did like that one. <sighs> I do unfortunately have to hunt one down. <laughs> Not for me. Not for me. Yeah, Batman fan. Oh, I'm not talking about. I'm just talking about a pop in general, not that one specifically. Oh, one of the Comic Con exclusive ones. Yeah, which I guess they release next Thursday if I can read and do stuff correctly. Really, Comic Con's not next week though. No, but I don't know when the fuck it all is. I pretty sure they'll release that stuff till till San Diego Comic Con. Unless it is next week, I don't know. All, I'm pretty sure it's next like, week. Like so far behind. So. I think it is. Pretty, are you pretty sure? I'm like seventy percent sure. Are you HIV positive? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, awesome! All right, so we got a couple, a few things in here for no holds barred. Uh, we're gonna insert this in after we talk about some other things. But uh, Garrett and Katie reviewed uh. Claudio Castanoli's coffee. Did we'll, uh, insert that in for you guys and check that out. Um, but the Warriors, NBA champions. Yeah. What do you think yeah. about that, Carl? State Warriors. I was pulling from Boston, but it is. Didn't, what I, it pick, is. didn't I pick the Warriors? You did. You did. Like when we talked about that like a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. So, so here's the real question, uh, Carl, here mm-hmm. that you can a- answer for me. <laughs> mm-hmm. If uh, Clay never got injured, do you uh, think they'd have a lot more championships? If Clay never got injured? Yeah. Or Steph, uh, Seth getting injured, bless Either one of them. Well, Clay getting injured, no. I don't think that's what set them back. Uh, Seth getting injured, yeah. That set them back. Yep. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I mean, they got a pretty solid team. And then, like, you know, Clay Thompson makes the team. Uh, to me, Clay Thompson is like uh, the Scotty Pippen of the Warriors. Um, 
he's yeah. overrated. You know what I mean? Like you're playing with fucking Michael Jordan and Dennis Rodman. <laughs> of course, considered great, but uh, Clay Thompson's good, but he's not like you know he's not like the upper echelon of basketball players. Like in my opinion, I got you. Definitely understand that. Definitely, definitely. Hey, wrestling podcast listeners, this is your one of your many hosts, Garrett G Money Mun, and today we're gonna cut a little short little video or voice recording, whatever this is gonna be, and we're gonna try Claudio Castanoli's medium roast coffee. Yes, yes, he is a coffee lover. If you don't know who he is, do your damn research. But he has this awesome coffee we're going to try here today. And we're going to give you our review on it. I am also here with my lovely girlfriend, Katie. And we're both going to give you our takes on the coffee. Kind of what it tastes like. How good we think it is. All that kind of good stuff. Um, If you're interested in buying it, um, go to LegalSpeed.Coffee. And just look for Claudio's Cafe. He has a medium roast. And he also has espresso dark roasts. Because he is the Swiss man. It's the espresso. Makes perfect sense for him. So what we're going to do is we're going to try this coffee. And we're going to let you know how good it is. My girlfriend's going to try it first. And then I will try it as well. And we're also trying this coffee uh, straight up. We're not putting any creamers, sugars, additives, sweeteners, any of that crap in it. We're just going to try it straight up first and give you our take. Smells really good. It does smell very good. Definitely a medium roast. (laughs) (laughs) Ooh, that's some good coffee right there. I don't know what to say it tastes like. Definitely medium roast. Kind of bold. Yeah, bold. I would say bold. Mm Mm-hmm. You could definitely taste the like roasted coffee-ness to it and that was silly. It's all roasted coffee, we know. But uh yeah, it's good. Definitely something you could drink in your morningness to get your caffeine. I don't know if like full bodied would be a good way to describe it, but kind of maybe. Yeah, kind of. I could say that. I don't really taste any like fruitiness to it. So no, I, I a don't. A lot of a lot very, of very. I would say nuttiness. Maybe more on the nutty side. Yes. Say there's a lot of Def- a lot of roasts out there that have the like citrus kind of flavor. Yes, and this does that. not have that. It is very definitely more on the bold side. Bold nuttiness would be a good way to describe it. It's really like calm. I don't, it's very low acidity. Yeah, definitely. Which is nice because if you don't like coffee because of the like acidity to it, this will be more of an easy one for you to enjoy. Yes, but very good coffee. I will be drinking it. I uh, got a whole bag. I will definitely have it all and probably put a little bit of creamer in it, but you can definitely drink it black if that's the way you like your coffee. It's actually really nice and smooth, um, just straight up like that. I know both of us we usually put stuff in our coffee. I could drink that easily by itself. Oh, yeah, same here. I could easily drink it just like it is. So 
Uh, like I said, if you guys want to buy it, just go to LegalSpeed.coffee and look up Claudio. He's not a sponsor, I promise. At least not yet. We hope so. Claudio, we love you. Um, can't wait to see you back wrestling very soon. But uh, yeah, this is our short little episode. It's not really long. A couple minutes take up a time so you can hear our amazing coffee review. I was also going to say it's probably important um, to note that it's whole bean. Yes, it is whole bean. So if you... D- if you don't have a grinder, like, you're going to probably want to get one. Yes, it um, is whole bean. And I do not think there's an option to get it unwhole bean. I think I it's only so. whole bean. So you can't get it ground. Um, but, yeah, you would need that. That would be a drawback. But it's damn good, so just buy it anyway. Honestly, fresh ground is the way to go anyway. But <laughs> that's just my personal opinion. Well, alrighty. Uh, this is uh, Gary G. Money Mun from the WrestleGeddon Podcast. Just giving you our... Honest review of Claudio Castanoli's Love Coffee Medium Roast. It is pretty dang good. And, yeah, I'll catch you guys on the next episode. Laters. Uh, I put Miss Marvel in. I only got to watch the first episode. That's all I got to see, too. That first episode was pretty good. Yeah. So, so who's Miss Marvel? Miss Marvel, Kamala Khan. Is she like just started or what she do? She um like, character boy, girl, girl. For girl. Huh? What? Female. What? No, it's my does she do, do boy girl or is it all like strictly lesbian <laughs> solo stuff? It's not porn. <laughs> huh? <laughs> it's not porn, Carl. <laughs> it's not porn? No, it's not porn. MCU. <laughs> MCU. Marvel Cinematic Universe, Carl. So what's the difference between Miss Marvel and Captain Marvel? Uh, Miss Marvel is pretty much a kid who idolizes Captain Marvel and oh, ends up getting superpowers and renames and names herself Miss Marvel. Uh, they kind of changed her powers too for the it's for the series. Yeah. Miss Marvel is actually okay. pretty that's good. Why, that's why I don't like Marvel. They come up with the stupid issue. And DC doesn't. <laughs> uh, I mean, I'm not a big fan of DC except for Batman. Miss okay. yeah. Marvel series, actually, that first episode was really good. So. That was very good. Um, yep. I'll watch the uh, second episode this weekend. Uh, I guess it ties into another show. Oh, I'm sure it does. another movie from what I saw. So. Oh, does it? Apparently. <laughs> I'm kind of hoping this leads to um, Squirrel Girl showing up, too. Yeah. Because, like, Miss Marvel Girl. and Squirrel Girl were... Uh, what the fuck is Squirrel Girl? The unbeatable Squirrel Girl. <laughs> Basically, she No, Carl, it's not a porn. It's not a porn. <laughs> squirrel girl has the ability to communicate with squirrels. She's actually a mutant. Um, I saw SpongeBob porn one time where it was uh, SpongeBob and uh, what's the squirrel's name on SpongeBob? Sandy. Mm. <laughs> so she's basically a mutant. Has the ability to talk to squirrels, and she has like you know a little bit like super strength. Um. But she's defeated like just about every Marvel villain in the Marvel universe. 
Like her first, her first big fight was against Doctor Doom, and she beat the shit out of him. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that was that was pretty. Yeah, the unbeatable Squirrel Girl, but she's been paired up like quite a bit with Miss Marvel in the comics and stuff. So they're supposed to be like best friends. But I'll see where it leads in this. But yeah, so far pretty solid. Did it? Is it like uh, Shazam, where she, um, or Captain Marvel, whatever you want to call her, uh, where like they started off as like a little kid and then they like turn into an adult once they get their powers? No. Nope. No. Still a kid. Mm-hmm. It's a good show, though. Um, Obi Wan, that fifth episode of Obi Wan. We got one more episode to go. I thought I that the was first episode. The best episode What's that? Yet. I said I watched the first episode of that. Uh, yeah. Week. What'd you think? It was pretty. It was pretty good. It was good. Like I'm, I'm psyched. Um, lots of stuff in that fifth episode to unpack. Oh my god. Uh, oh yeah. We'll we'll keep it for. Uh, we won't really say too much about it. Just for people who haven't watched it yet. Do so. talk about it. Uh, but really. I should have watched it. Not talking about just not talking about you. Like it literally just came out two days ago. Give people a chance. To no, watch I'm it. not talking about me. I'm talking about the fucking fans. Fuck them. They should have watched it. <laughs> <laughs> they should have, yes. But like I'm kind of be a good, good host and a good nerd and not ruin stuff for oh. people. So. Okay, no, well, you're perfectly fine with ruining fucking wrestling spots that they haven't seen. Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> It's, it's Star Wars is a whole other thing. <laughs> yeah. You know one thing I can say about watching this whole thing so far? Mm-hmm. Darth Vader is a strong-ass fucking dude. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, that... That seems like... Holy shit. Yeah. So who, who wins in the cage match? Darth Vader or Kylo Ren? Well, it depends. It depends. Are we talking like (laughs) fucking old ass Darth Vader? Probably Kylo Ren. We're talking about Darth Vader we're watching now. Fuck yeah. But even then, like old ass Darth Vader was still like one of the like most powerful like Sith Mass, Sith Lords. Like Darth Vader Darth Vader Vader wasn't old ass. Like his son was like in his twenties. I'm just saying, like, which makes him about fifty. Well, it would have made him older, like going against Kylo Ren. So, he's dead. So, in like his like like his seventies. I'm talking like if he still survived. <laughs> like, maybe if he did survive, oh, like, like Kylo Ren wouldn't have been a whiny bitch. <laughs> <laughs> like an emo, fucking Die. Sith Lord. Yeah, but he also that's credit to Cook Luke Clan, so you guys remember that. Oh man. Awesome. All right, that's pretty much it for this week. I don't know what else we got in here. Ah oh, fuck, I forgot vintage throwdown again. Any any suggestions for our fans to uh check out? Any suggestions? Um, 
How about a King of the Mountain match? King of the Mountain? Go watch the first one. First King of the Mountain match. Where was that? Double J. Oh, speaking of which, I watched. Did you watch the Broken Skull with the uh, podcast with Jeff Jarrett? I did did not. It's a good one. It's a good one if you're a fan I'm of sure wrestling. Definitely have to check that one out. New team. All right. First King of the Mountain. Wait for my computer to load. Then what Carl said. Have them fucking figure it out. (laughs) Figure it out yourselves. Google it yourselves. King what are you trying mountain. to figure out? First King of the Mountain match. Uh, definitely was in 2009. What the fuck is this? It's not 2009. Uh, first it? ever King of the Mountain match, NWA TNA pay per view number 97. It's actually right here on YouTube. You can Google it. Um, yeah. So Impact's pay-per-view. This is when they're running weekly, like when they're doing like weekly shows, like on pay-per-view. What is the actual date for this? Like, there's no date on here. Uh, Wildcat, Chris Harris, Jeff Jarrett, Ron Killings. That's yeah, Ron Killings won the title. Mm-hmm. No. This is in 2004, by the way. King, first, first King of the Mountain. 2004. Uh, I want to say Jeff Jarrett. Yeah, so it's Jeff Jarrett defeated Ron sorry, Killings, was Jeff Jarrett. AJ Styles, yeah. Raven, and Chris Harris. The King of the Mountain match is a very like interesting matchup. Yeah. Um, like for for guys, if you're not familiar with the King of the Mountain match, like definitely go watch that first matchup. Um, then there's like a whole bunch of other ones on here too that you can find on YouTube, or if you've got Impact Plus, I'm sure you can find it on there as well. Obviously, um, but basically what it is is you've got was like five guys, six guys, something like that, yeah. four guys. Today. So multi-person matchup, basically the. You cannot. That's like a the way to win it is, yeah. So you have to hang the belt above the ring to win, but you cannot hang the belt unless you score a pinfall on another person in the matchup. So that person that gets the pin, that takes the pin, and gets put into a penalty box for two minutes, and that leaves you know the person that made the pinfall is eligible to grab the title and try to hang it above the ring to win the match. It's actually like a really cool concept, and it, it actually it worked for Impact quite a bit. Um, this was something Moose wanted to bring back last year, and they actually had they were close to doing it, but for some reason the plan has changed. Um, going into that pay per view, so. yeah, awesome I, stuff there. So definitely check I, it out. I just thought of something we forgot to talk about. 
that Dave Hebner died. Oh, Dave did he? Hebner. Yeah. That sucks. Yeah, he died today. I, I saw oh. it earlier and I forgot. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't see that. Oh, that's terrible. Oh, man. So, great. Awesome. So, that's going to do it for us for this week. Um, I don't know really anything else to add into there. Uh, shout outs. Um, as always, check out our friends over at the Fit Cave Podcast with Phil Gentile, the run in podcast with our friends Tommy and DJ, and of course, the call up with our good friend Kenny. Um, definitely check those guys out. If you're looking for some cool stuff too, check out uh, J&J Toy Giants over on YouTube. Do a lot of cool unboxings and video game live streams, especially on their Twitch channel. Um, awesome stuff there. Uh, if you're a fan of our show and want to support us, but not sure how, the easiest way to do that is follow us on Twitter at WrestleGetapod and 1D. Instagram, WrestleGetapod with two Ds and four of the underscore collection. Facebook.com slash WrestleGetapod and or over on our TikTok at WrestleGetapod with two Ds. Uh, be sure to subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast app. If you're listening to us on Apple or Spotify, leave us a five-star rating. Doing that's going to help us expose ourselves to the masses a little bit more in those searches. Um, another way you can support us is by heading over to redbubble.com slash people slash WrestleGetapod and buy some of our sweet-ass merchandise. Sweet-ass. All right, theme of the week this week, Carl. Your pick. What you got for us? Woo, we're gonna go back with some uh, Jeff Jarrett. Um, <laughs> I know we've done his WCW theme and we've done the Be My Way Tonight. So uh, now we're gonna go with uh, the uh, <laughs> Don't Piss Me Off, uh, Jeff Jarrett. Uh, that you know what I'm talking about when he had Deborah. Miss Kitty. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. It's about uh the W uh, his last WWF theme. Yeah. Not the uh, ain't he great one. Yeah. That'll be his next time around. <laughs> awesome. All right, so we'll leave you with that. That's gonna do it for us for this week, y'all. Thank y'all for checking us out. We appreciate you guys listening to us. Um, share our social media posts uh, with your friends, your family, your neighbor, your butcher, your hairdresser, your barber, your milkman, uh, um, your mistress, your uh, paralegal that you paid $3 million for and a no disclosure agreement. <laughs> um, that's going to do it for us. We appreciate it. Uh, as always, it's episode 145 of the Wrestle Gunner Podcast. I'm your host, Christy Heat Matthews. He's Garrett G. Money Mun, and he's a Tennessee Jesus. Thank you guys for checking us out. Oh, later, Marks. Hey. That's it, Carl. That's it. <laughs> now go do coke off a hooker's ass like nothing. I got nothing, man. Sometimes Clark Kent you gotta be Clark Kent. Can't be Superman all the time. <laughs> <laughs> oh.